the Rainmaker Evolution to increase freedom, create momentum, and embrace simplicity in your financial services practice. You're listening to the Rainmaker Evolution podcast with Joel Johnson, certified financial planner, co-founder of Johnson Brunetti, author of The Money Map, and leader of the Rainmaker Evolution Mastermind Group. And now, here's Joel. Hello, everybody. Joel Johnson here with another Rainmaker Evolution podcast. This one I'm recording is on my, on my way to the Boston airport, uh, flying to the West Coast. Some of you are in Bora Bora right now, enjoying a great time. Um, I am on my way to San Francisco to uh, go to a two-day conference where I'm going to listen to about 60 different money managers, uh, separately account money managers, um, one of the third-party asset managers for the turnkey money management firms uh, based on the West Coast that we do a little bit of business with, not all our business, but some business with. It's focusing on a conference, and I am looking forward, or they're doing a conference, and I'm looking forward to focusing on listening to different asset managers, their techniques, their focus, and so on. That is not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about something shocking that I've learned uh, and doing some surveys with some of you in the Rainmaker group that, um, quite frankly, um, surprised me an awful lot. So let's get to that in a minute. Uh, before we get to that, let's do the typical compliance reminder. Uh, please but do not take anything that is said on this podcast, implement it in your sales or marketing or insurance sales process without first running it by your compliance people. Um, you should have, by the way, compliance people. Uh, the bigger your firm gets, you should have your own attorneys and so on that you consult with if you're not under either a broker-dealer or a uh, or a RIA. If you're your own RIA, you should certainly have your own uh, compliance uh, people. Um, we'll talk about that. Actually, let's talk about that for just a moment uh, before we get to the meat of the, of the matter here. Um, I uh, participate in a group um, that's online a little bit. It's kind of a chat board. I don't want to say more than that. But some of you are in it. Um, it's made up of uh, a lot of people from around the country that own advisory firms. And from time to time, somebody will post a question and get opinions uh, from other people in the group. And I think uh, some of you didn't know that I, what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, what group I'm talking about, just think of it as a chat board where advisors can share ideas. Um, one of the things uh, that comes up from time to time is somebody will ask a compliance question. And uh, there will be all kinds of answers and opinions, and this is what so-and-so says, and this is what so-and-so says, and so on. And I want to scream in there, come on, guys and women. Um, you're, if you are big-time business people, you need to know uh, what your regulations are in your state or have your own compliance people. And we have our own outside compliance consultants and attorneys that know exactly what we can do and what we can't do. Um, we're not interested in somebody else's opinion on what they're doing in either St. Louis or Los Angeles or Cleveland or Minneapolis, what their BD lets them do, um, what they've heard, uh, what AE compliance has told them or whatever. We want to know what our people say that we can do, and we want it in writing because then we have something to fall back on. And what regulators want to see when they come into our offices, because we're a pretty decent-sized firm with a high profile in the state capitol, um, what they want to see is they want to see a process. They want to see a process where we've run things by somebody, somebody that's specific to our situation, and I promise you some chat board with advisors from around the country giving opinions on compliance issues is not going to satisfy a regulator that you actually ran it by somebody. So 
think about that. Um, uh, I think that's something pretty serious. Uh, we all need to protect our businesses, do the right thing. And the reality is something that I've learned as we've grown our firm to, uh, you know, eight figures in annual revenues now, not premium, annual revenues to the firm. Um, as we've grown to this level, I look back and, and um, you know, there are some areas that I wish I would have changed my opinion on. And one of them is compliance. Um, you get a good compliance officer, compliance attorney, compliance consultant, and uh, they're there to keep you in business. And uh, it's not an area where you want to play, you know, let's put our finger in the wind and see which way the wind is blowing and get a bunch of opinions from somebody that have nothing to do here in their business. So that's my lecture on compliance. That is not what the podcast is about. Here's what the podcast is about. I sent out a survey. And the question on the survey was how many first appointments with non-clients, so this would be prospect appointments, first time you've seen a prospect, how many appointments did you have in the first quarter of this year? I am shocked and stunned at the number. In fact, when I first got the numbers back, uh, Brianna, who runs my emails and, and gets them back, I said they misunderstood the question. There's no way these numbers are right. Everybody misunderstood the question. Uh, and she said, no, they didn't. And she read me the email. There's no way they misunderstand the question. We even confirmed a few people. And yes, uh, the numbers I got back were accurate. And I'm just going to share you some statistics. And, again, I'm in my car on the way to Boston, so um, uh, don't have it right here in front of me. But I will tell you this. There was one person um, who I'm excited to have in our group uh, who averaged well over 15 appointments a week with brand-new prospects, well over 15 appointments. I would say that he or she, uh, I don't want to give it away who it is uh, without their permission, but he or she uh, has this thing figured out. The majority and I'm not misspeaking here, you hear this correctly, the majority are seen between one and a half to three new prospects a week. One and a half to three new prospects a week. Some of you are in my group because you think you need associate advisors. You don't need associate advisors. If you're seeing one and a half to three new prospects a week, you need your head examined. And I'm not talking about the people, and maybe it's people in, in the elite group that, that don't have this issue. Um, it, but if you have this issue, for God's sakes, forgive my English, don't need to take the Lord's name in vain, what on earth are you doing thinking you need associate advisors when you are only seeing one and a half to three new prospects a week? That means at the most, at the most, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're maybe running, what, seven appointments, eight appointments a week? And you guys think you're busy. And you guys that paid to be in the Rainmaker group are some of the elite producers. Your production isn't bad. Somehow you're doing great production, and you're only seeing one and a half to three prospects a week. Now, don't tell me, by the way, if you're running a practice that has under a million dollars in revenues, that you just want to maintain your client base, okay? That you need to think that through if all you're trying to do is maintain your client base. Because if you're not growing your client base and you're really helping the public, you ought to be bringing in at least 100 new clients a year. And you're not going to bring in 100 new clients a year by seeing one and a half a week. Um, so please, 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 guys, let's get back to basics here. You need to be seeing somewhere between 8 to 10 brand new people a week. I would say 10 is the target before you start bringing on associate advisors. It just doesn't make any sense. And I know you guys think you're working full-time, but the, what this tells me is this tells me that 80% of the stuff that you're doing, you should not be doing. You know, 
what are you doing? Pay, I don't know what you're paying attention to. If you're paying attention to money management, if you're paying attention to customization of portfolios, if you're studying product, if you're going to every webinar that you're invited to, if you're listening and reading about every wholesaler's opinion and every financial tabloid's opinion on what the DOL rule means to us, I don't know what on earth you guys are doing, some of you. And again, if this doesn't apply to you, then just ignore it. I'm not scolding you, but I'm absolutely scolding some people. But if you're only seeing one and a half prospects a week, one and a half new prospects a week for first meetings, you're not doing your job. If you are really helping people, you guys need to help people. And that means you help, you see people. You see people and help them. And if you see eight to ten people a week, think of what would happen to your business if you're only seeing two new people a week. Now, I understand if you're seeing eight to ten new prospects a week that you've probably got eight to ten other appointments that are client reviews and so on. But that's only 20 appointments a week. That's four appointments a day if you're working a five-day week, five appointments a day if you're working a four-day week. So come on, guys. See people. For heaven's sakes, that's what you're supposed to be doing in this business, and that's the only thing that's important. What you get paid for is communicating one-on-one -on -one with clients, whether that's over the phone or face-to-face. -face. That's why you get, when you're one-on-one -on -one with clients, you get paid between $1,000 and $2,000 an hour. And what these stats tell me is that you're not focused on the right thing. So, yes, I'm scolding. Yes, I found some, maybe I sound like an arrogant SOB to some of you guys, but I cannot believe, I cannot believe that in our industry, and especially being affiliated with an organization with Advisors Excel, we have missed the point so drastically that the only thing that matters, or the number one thing that matters in this business, is us communicating one-on-one -on -one to clients and prospects. And some of you guys are bringing on associate advisors, and you have no business doing that if you're seeing one and a half new appointments a week. And I ask, by the way, how many are your office seeing? So for some of you that are saying, well, I don't see any brand new prospects. I don't either, but my office sees 40 to 45 a week, 40 to 45. It's not rocket science. If you take 40 to 45 and do a little math and figure out what our annual revenues are, and some of you that are doing three to four million a year in annual revenues, take your new prospects a week that you're seeing and do a little math, and then apply the same ratios to the guys that are seeing one, two, and three people a week. So that's the message of the podcast today. It's so important. I don't care how big your business is. I don't care if you've got, I mean, I've got some guys in the elite group and, and a couple people in my first-year Rainmaker group that are phenomenal businesses, good businesses, great business owners. Um, but even we need to be reminded from time to time. I will tell you the driver, the obsession in my firm, the obsession in my firm is how many brand new prospects are we seeing every week. Why? Not because we're a volume business. I hate that term, by the way. Not because we're a volume business. Not because, you know, that's a cop-out, by the way. So don't listen to your wholesalers when they talk about this volume business nonsense. Um, uh, and as you can tell, I'm really worked up about this. Um, saying that somebody runs a volume business is an excuse for you not helping as many people as you can. So, again, if this applies to you, great. If it doesn't, I apologize for the tone, but I apologize a little bit. But I am just shocked at how we've lost focus. So here's the deal. Here's what I want you to remember, please, out of this podcast. Don't lose sight. A basketball player is going to make as many points as in proportion to the amount of shots he takes. A hockey team, shots on goal, is the stat. 
okay? Not how effective the shots on goal were and so on. Shots on goal is the first most important thing. Then how effective is the shot? And so some of you, you're focused on how effective is the shot, what color uh, uh, uniforms is the basketball team wearing, how shiny is the floor, are we filling the arena? Screw all that. It's how many times you put the ball towards the basket because statistically the worst player and the best player are going to score a certain amount of times and it's going to be in proportion to the amount of shots on goal that they take. So this is the deal, guys. Focus on new people. Focus on new people. Build your service team out, but focusing on new people is going to give you the cash flow to build out your service team. One of the things we're going to be talking about in the elite group uh, this next time, this next meeting, is it's come up a few times. As you build your practice, how do you deal with the service calls that come in from dealing with the practice? Well, we've kind of got that nailed down, and Brian, who you see at every Rainmaker group, deals with that and runs that team. And I'm telling you, the team we have is only five people. Uh, and they do a phenomenal job, and uh, I'm ready to hire when we need to, and I just had a meeting last week with Brian. He said, we don't need to hire. So don't worry about building and bringing on so many clients that you can't service the people. You'll be able to service the people, and they'll be very profitable, and you know what? You're helping people. You are helping people. You're changing lives. You're changing lives, and it's wrong to have a lifeboat and let some people drown because they don't have a million dollars or they're not the perfect prospect, or they don't live in the right neighborhood, or maybe they're a little challenging to deal with. Help people. Build out the staff and help people. And that's how we're going to be bulletproof. Guys, this DOL thing and the, the, um, the uh, nervousness that's in our industry, it's nothing but opportunity. I'm so excited. I'm so happy that the industry is being shaken up. I'm so happy that all these mamby-pamby people that want to deal with the drama like it's some kind of a TMZ episode – um, that want to sit here and tell us every week what we have to be doing, we're going to be out of business if we don't change, so on and so forth. I'm so excited about that because the mature people that put their head down and focus on what this business is about is helping people one-on-one -on -one, are not going to be affected by the DMZ, or by the, <laughs> sorry, by the TMZ, by the DOL rule. They're just going to tighten up their businesses and realize, hey, the barrier to entry to this business just got higher. And what does that mean? That means we're in a stronger position for established producers. So forgive the rambling, um, but I think it's important. Focus on how many people are you seeing every week. How many of your clients are you seeing every week face-to-face -face or talking to them face-to-face -to, -face to do reviews? How many new prospects are you seeing? And don't pay attention to people that don't see clients or pay less attention to people that don't see clients. Some of you guys are listening to this little battle that goes on between one organization that we all deal with Okay, and the other organization we all deal with, and one of the organizations is being petty, and they're being ridiculous, and they're scrambling, and they're making undercut comments to the other organization, and they're feasting on the gossip mentality in this industry. Okay, don't listen to that. Um, be honorable. Be positive. So hopefully this podcast helps you. Um, yes, that was a little bit of a veiled reference. You have to figure it out. Don't spend too much time worrying about it. Um, deal with positive people. Don't deal with people that are coming to you like they're the saviors of your business. Um, you know, I can't say enough for Dave, Derek, Cody, and the people that they have on their team and the attitude that they have of wanting to help. Yes, they get paid to distribute product. Yes, we tell you not to sell product, to sell relationships. But AE has brought so much to the table, including the small groups that you're um, 
in. And uh, they're doing a great job. They're the class act in the industry. Keep that in mind as sometimes we deal with some service issues and so on. I don't think there's anybody better that I can think of right now. And so hopefully it's been a great podcast. Yes, it's been ranting. It's been different, but it should help you. Have a great day.